Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is for Florida State fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is... November 21st, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Clemson. I just I just don't feel like Florida State is going to come out and play inspired football today. And if they do, if they if they come out today and play inspired football that means they sandbag all the games that they lost. That's what it would mean to me. Um, it, it just means that they purposely went out there and laid down for these teams that they've lost to. So um, I'll never accept losing, but if a team goes out there and they're given a thousand percent every game and they lose, so be it. But the only time that I've really seen effort, unquestioned effort from this team, second half against Jacksonville, first half against North Carolina. All the other games has just been a beatdown. And, you know, like I said in the last couple of episodes, Clemson is upset that they lost to Notre Dame. And I think they're going to come out and try to prove a point tomorrow. Um, About this time tomorrow, it should be about mm, 52 to (laughs) 0. I mean, 35 points. Clemson is favored by five touchdowns. So, I mean... When and this is this is quote unquote power five football, and a team is favored by five touchdowns. So I mean I'm not off base with this. I mean people can, you know, call they can say I'm not a Florida State fan. They can say whatever they want. Um. The fact of the matter is, is that, uh, you know, you, you just got to be honest with yourself. You know, if you if some of you in this fan base want to live under this cloud that this team is just going to hit a magic button and start playing Florida State football that we all know and love it's it's just not going to happen, man. Not this season. Um. You know, when you when you have quote unquote main players in your uh program quitting and and let's be clear, the the players that are opting out are quitting. It's their right to do that, it's their life, it's their football career, they can do whatever they want. And I don't hold nothing against them, but I'm gonna call it what it is. It's quitting. Okay? You quit. On your team. Okay. 
if, if you're not dying, if you don't have some kind of health issue, if somebody in your family doesn't have a, a, a health issue or somebody in your family is dying, if there's not a financial burden that you have to go help with something along those lines, you, you're just quitting because you don't want to be on a losing team. You quit. It's, it's really that simple. So I, I don't care about the backlash. Um, a lot of people have stopped listening on uh, uh, YouTube. I, I, okay, that's fine. I mean, it's not like I'm Joe Rogan making millions of dollars. I mean, it is what it is. This is a hobby. This isn't life and death. This is just something that I do really just to voice my opinion about my team. Um, and, you know, a lot of people listen. A lot of people don't. That's fine. Um, but let's get into these segments. All right. Uh, Corey Durden opted out uh was it yesterday yesterday thursday or no not yesterday the day before yesterday and it's just like i'm just be honest with you who cares i mean he was a marshmallow i mean it's not like we're losing Corey simon or uh uh wadsworth or uh, Jernigan um, It's not like we're losing One of those guys Okay We're we're losing a marshmallow Okay He was, was Would you would, would Corey Durden Would Corey Durden be in your top 10 Defensive tackles in Florida State history No Would Marvin Wilson be in my top 10 defensive tackles all time in Florida State history no no he he he's a average player he's had a average career at Florida State overhyped overhyped he I would not consider him among the greats at Florida State Tamorian Terry I would he he's probably one of the best deep threats in Florida State history so, um, cause he made an impact. I'm, I'm not, he, he didn't quit. I think he was asked to leave from all accounts, from everything that I've read. He didn't quit on his team. He got into an argument with somebody from what I heard. I don't know if it's actual factual. Um, so he's no longer with the team. So I'm not going to classify him as a quitter, but, you know, James Blackman quit. Um, and the, the, the crazy thing about it is James Blackman, um, he, he, he's not quitting because he didn't get opportunities. He's just quitting because, you know, for his own reasons and i don't i don't i don't judge him i don't say he's a bad person or but he quit so it is what it is you know if if your play would have been better you would probably would still be the starter but your play was not better i mean at the end of the day you know you hold on to the ball too long 
you put you got a pretty good arm um you try to make plays too much instead of just throwing the ball away and you're not really a mobile guy so you need to go to a team where you have a really good offensive line a really good running game and i think uh james blackman will take off so but like i said uh cory dirt opting out whatever um next segment my picks for positional coaching changes adam fuller has to go fort with he has to go he couldn't coordinate a picnic he couldn't coordinate a dinner he couldn't coordinate uh an outfit okay he couldn't he couldn't coordinate a a um <laughs> thanksgiving he, i mean it's just he couldn't he can't coordinate period okay in-game adjustments non-existent putting guys in the right places to make plays non-existent okay worst defense in florida state history check okay and you you say what you want about willie taggart he he didn't he didn't feel the team like this with virtually the same players he did not feel the team like this you know he at least got these guys to go out here and play with effort so um yeah uh secondary coach five-star garbage we should have hired Terrell Buckley. If Terrell Buckley was a secondary coach, these guys wouldn't be playing like this. Um, linebackers coach, uh, get rid of him too. Odell Higgins, the defensive line is actually okay. I think he coaches defensive tackles. Um, like I said, Marvin Wilson and Corey Durden marshmallows, but. I don't think that's a indictment on Odell Higgins. I think those guys just wanted to uh, opt out. So, um, offensively, I mean, Ron Dugans has not really impressed me as a wide receivers coach. Um... I'm just going to be honest about it. Um, Whoever the tight ends coach is, the only guy that has really, the only assistant that has really impressed me is the offensive line coach, Atkins. Atkins. I don't know if it's Atkins or Atkins. A-T or A-D, I'm not sure. But that's the only guy that has really impressed me because the offensive line did play well for a couple of games. And then the pit game, the bottom just fell out. So, and I don't expect the offensive line to play well in this game. Um, so, um, those are my picks. Let me know what you think. Um, next segment, Clemson will give Florida State uh, the worst loss or loss, worst home loss or loss in florida state history i think that's gonna happen i think i think uh clemson's trying to send a message tomorrow 
I think they they're trying to put the nation on notice. Okay, and this is gonna be a statement game for Trevor Lawrence. I I really feel that way. Um, and let, let let's be clear, you know, it is gut wrenching to sit here and say these things. It's gut wrenching. It hurts, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got a sour feeling in my stomach <clears throat> when I talk about my team like this. But like I said uh, Thursday, uh, or, or excuse me, Friday, yesterday, I'm always going to keep it real, man. I'm not going to live under a cloud of illusion when it comes to this team. At the beginning of the season, I thought on paper, on paper, we had enough talent to win seven games. Okay? But they don't play games on paper. I thought we were going to have one of the better defensive lines in the country. Nope. Um, I just thought the secondary was going to be, um, you know, a pretty good secondary. With Hakeem Dent and Travis J and um, Asante Samuel Jr. and well, I I didn't know if not I didn't think Nazaldine was coming back. I thought Lars Woodby was gonna be that strong safety. Um, I, I just I just thought we was gonna have a better team than what we have now. I knew the offensive line was gonna be a work in progress. But I thought the defense could keep us in games. Nope. So totally misjudged his team. And I think we're going to get further exposed tomorrow. So let me know what you think about that segment. All these next segment, all these players opting out. How does it affect recruiting? Um. I guess that's a double-edged type of deal. A guy can look at it and say, okay, I can go in and play almost instantaneously. There's really no competition there to stop me from playing. And they can also say, well, this program sucks. Everybody's quitting. Why would I want to go there? So it really just depends on the player. Uh, if I'm like a four or five star and I want to be on TV every week and I, I'm confident in my abilities, I would go there just so I know I could get on the field year one. If I'm, And it's really any position. Nobody on this team has solidified anything. Um, so you pretty much Florida State is on TV every week. And... um. You know, I would definitely, if I was a top guy, I would look at it. Um, But my viewpoint of all these players opting out is just you're, you're trimming the fat. You're trimming the fat. You know, you're getting a lot of these Jimbo guys out of here. And I think they're really the cancer of this team, the Jimbo guys. I think the Willie Taggart guys, they're they're pretty good. 
the best Jimbo guy is gone. Um, the running back, uh, Cam Akers. You know, he was the ultimate in in Florida State. You know, he, he's he's one of he's probably one of the last top Jimbo guys to come through. Um, I like Kando. I like Robinson. They're good guys. They didn't quit. They're gonna hopefully see this thing through, and uh, you know help this program get back. Um, so I respect those guys. I respect Emmett Rice for you know not quitting. Um, Nasrul Dean, respect him. Um, I don't know what's the deal on Lars Woodby. I didn't I didn't see him in any highlights in the NC State game last week. Um, I don't. I, I have to double check that. So I'm not gonna judge him just yet or pass judgment on him just yet so um you know we got a long way to go guys all right final segment for this episode how to get florida state back on top um the athletic director stinks coburn okay he he sucks. He he has no backbone. Okay. Somewhere somehow, some way, somebody has to get the fans, the boosters, the administration, and just all Florida State things aligned in the same direction. One vision. One vision. And if one person with a whole bunch of money wants to do something different, you cut them off. You don't let their money dictate how this program goes. Period. Okay? And first and foremost, I think to move forward, you have to look at your past mistakes. You should have gave Jimbo what he wanted. And this program would probably still be top five, top ten right now. But you didn't. And you pay for it. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, But like I said, all things Florida State football have to be aligned in the same direction for us to get back. And then you have to recruit. And then you have to win. And before you start winning, you have to have good positional coaches. You can't be cheap. When it comes to your coordinators, everybody knows there's there's limited play callers now as head coaches. There's only a few of them. Most of your really good head coaches are like the CEO type. So that's I mean, that's it. That's what you have to do. And then ultimately, your strength and conditioning has to take a gigantic leap your nutrition has to take a gigantic leap you got to get the players to buy in if you can do those things florida state can get back so that's pretty much it thank you for listening it's available on youtube it's available on all podcast platforms please wear a mask please social distance please be aware of your surroundings please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses please do your research on um vitamins And uh, as always, go Knowles.